space like we come from a whole other time and place Mad men Mad Mad men Just some old heads from out of space um. Dang it, I had, a, I had a question for you before we started this, but okay, you already go ahead. Cord. Was, okay, go was, that, was that Skip's wife in that video? Oh my gosh. I think so. What, How what, dumb does he look? Like, what uh, what situation were they in? Was that on his show? I don't know if it's like a podcast. I have no podcast. idea. I've never seen it. I just saw the clip. And he looks so brutal in that clip. He doesn't, he doesn't like LeBron because LeBron cusses. And then but she's like, you cuss? He's like, well, sometimes we all do. He's, he's, like, he's just he, at this point. He's just looking for reasons not to like the dude. Wait, give me an NBA athlete, Skip, in your brain that you just you like because they don't cuss. Like, just name one. Give me an athlete that doesn't cuss. Yeah, or that that's even a relevant detail. At some point, I think everybody does. Well, I think you're just making stuff up at that point. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I know. I know. We're. I'm, we're I forgot we're to bring that up podcast, to you. and I meant to ask you that before you push record, and then you were just super quick on the trigger and push yeah. record. We'll start now. You ready? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, how you doing? Good. I feel like I can't get my, my mic to settle down today. I like think we, I, I don't know. I don't know how to start a podcast. I've realized that yeah. we're 200 episodes in. Maybe you and I shouldn't talk to each other at all on the day of a podcast. And then we should just walk in and start, hit start. That's that's why you're making me do them in, in the mornings now, huh? Yeah, because I get all my bits out. Yeah, because we, we don't have like a whole day's worth of conversation that we've exhausted by the time we yeah, podcast. for sure. I, I'm, I'm catching on to you now. Yeah, I'm learning. It. I'm learning. That's a smart move. Just trying to figure out how to better create content. But yep. welcome back, buddy. Yep. It, okay, no. does it make me more, more cool and trendy that I waited till May of 2022 to get COVID and didn't do it when everyone else was doing it. Is that more hipster and cool of me or is it lame? Um, I get COVID. I don't know. First, first off you said you welcome me back. I need to welcome you back. Cause yeah. you've been, you've been gone for three months with a COVID. Um, but I, th- I don't know. Also got it bad. Most I, people don't get it bad at all anymore. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's necessarily a, 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 a trendy thing around COVID. I know it's, trendy to have COVID takes, but as far as actually yeah. catching it, I don't know if there's any any trendy things behind that. I mean, just wait until though, like nobody right. even thinks it's a thing anymore. Yeah. I guess I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, it messed me up. Yeah, you sound like you're in pretty bad shape. I'm going to be watching the clock and see if I can make it this full podcast well, without losing breath. So say, I'm, I'm just watching your breathing to make sure you aren't breathing too hard. I don't want you to faint on me. I was just listening to a, uh, a Theo podcast where he said that Adult asthma is a choice. So that, that's a, those are the kind of takes now in my like, life that I like. Like you can choose whether to to like work out and uh, what whatever produces. Like if you work out and that produces your asthma, causes your asthma, you can just choose not to do that. Is that what you're I don't saying? Th- I, listen, I don't think that there's ever background, and I don't think it matters. I like I like takes that don't have a a like. I like when someone takes just a complete confident side on something with no data. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put one caveat. I'm going to put one caveat outside of politics. That's the most annoying thing. But in any other state, if you come in and you argue who you think the best NBA basketball player of all time is, I'm in. I'm already in. After one game, someone has a big night. That's how my brain works. That's that's, that was Lynn Sanity. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of crazy. Somebody has a, just like goes on a couple week stretch, and I'm in my brain. I'm like, this is the best. This might be the best basketball player of all time. Yeah, 
I wonder who is the best basketball player of all time for a a short season. Jeremy Lin. It, it might be. I think, I think so. <clears throat> I would it, like to know the data on that. It wasn't a full season. I was just like two weeks. But we know about it. Yeah. There's a whole thing. Uh, he had a whole thing named after it. I would like insanity. to know who the greatest basketball player ever of all time for a period of time was. I think it's got to be him. Maybe, uh, maybe Gilbert Arenas. Oh, yeah. He, he had like a couple points where it was like he was killing But he people. was actually, I think he was actually good. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't just like some dude who caught a streak and... Maybe Steph Curry. I remember Steph had like a, a, a point where he was going 50 a night. Wait, Steph Curry? Yeah. He's still like considered like the... No, no, no. I'm talking about like you take okay. every NBA athlete, NBA player ever, and you just pick a point in time. Okay. Like a small sample size. Who would have the greatest small okay. sample size ever? So we're, we're, we're including all players. LeBron, okay. MJ, okay. Shaq, everybody. Okay. I thought, I thought we were talking about like a one-hit wonder okay, type, yeah, of, yeah. type of player. Jeremy Lin has to be the king of one-hit wonder Okay, in the NBA. I was super confused when you just said I think Jeremy Lin name. is the king of the one-hit wonder in all of sports. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Maybe there's somebody else that had it. Yeah. I, nothing comes to my mind. But if you if you just took the sample size, that's what I would like to know. Who's had the greatest week or the greatest month or the greatest run of anybody ever? I mean, Kobe went on some crazy runs. I mean, Luke has already been on some kind of crazy I mean, runs. Luke's probably gonna end his career as the greatest basketball player of all time. So <laughs> Yeah. He's yeah. He's twenty three. Yeah. And he's already he's, people are saying who's the best. He's he's a pretty young dude. Who's that really skinny, tall white dude that just got drafted? Oh, uh, that dude from Gonzaga? Yeah. I Chet, saw I saw Chet, a clip from Chet, him. Uh, Holmgren? Yep. I saw a clip from him, and they asked him who he thinks the best player in the NBA is, and he said, me in two months. It's like, sayonara. <laughs> yeah. I'm already out on him. Yeah. But yeah. COVID, uh, COVID put me in the blender. I was in trouble. <laughs> it sounded like it. I was... Uh, I'm already... I think I've been on the record on this. I'm very soft when it comes to getting sick. Don't a fever will quickly turn me into the biggest pansy ever. But my goodness, my breathing's been bad. I mean, I like I knew when I was sick on the probably about the 48 hour mark that there was something different about this. Yeah, yeah. I I thought originally you just had like the fever, like I had. Yeah, that's basically all I had during COVID. I started out like a sore throat, and then I had the fever that just like would not go away, and it was it was like the worst. The worst thing ever. It's and I, th- I thought that's all you had, but come to find out, you were actually about to die. I don't. I didn't. I didn't have a ton of symptoms during like the real sick part. The first like three to four days, it was just fever was so bad. But then the breathing stuff, like it's the lingering effects of COVID, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> I, I had that foggy head for a while. Yeah, that's been. I'll which be mid I, th- I, I think it's just part of my life. It was just foggy head at this point. It's definitely amplified me though. Like I was, I, I, would, I was talking to Katie even yesterday. I was like halfway through the sentence, which I'm, I think I'm fairly known for just starting a sentence and not knowing where I'm going. But I was like halfway through the sentence, and my brain just said, "That's good." I was like, and Katie's like, "What were you saying?" I'm like, "Oh, I just stopped talking." Just usually, like I have no idea. Usually, you can start a sentence, and I think half the time you don't know where it's going to go, but but you have the ability to start a sentence and find that place because you yep. got a clear head. Yep. I like and leave. I leave a location in my brain. And I don't know if I'm going to Dallas or Austin. I'm going somewhere. And I'll land, I'll eventually get there. I know that I'll get to the destination. And now I'm starting the trip. And I'm just like, I don't is, I'm good. Is that, is that just like a hobby of you, of yours? You something <laughs> you enjoy doing? It's just like seeing if you can s- start talking about something and 
find the destination? Hmm. Is that a hobby or is that? I like improv. I like trying to see if I can figure it out quickly in the moment and you not know that I don't know. I do like that. But I also have learned from teaching that I cannot sit down and process and write nearly as good as I can process talking. Mm. So sometimes like I'll finish, this is going to sound really dumb. I'll finish a conversation or I'll finish like what I'm, my point is. And I'll realize that I believe completely where I landed, but how I got there was wrong. Does that make sense? So you're just analyzing every single conversation you have oh, all the time, like in real time. Oh yeah. That sounds, that sounds kind of exhausting. I think I just, it's autopilot. Like I don't know. So that's why, like, if I if I feel like this is where I'm trying to get better, if I feel like what I landed on was right and the process was wrong, sometimes I go back and try to fill those gaps in. And sometimes I just need to let it okay. go. So what happens if you're in the middle of a conversation and you come to the conclusion that where you landed wasn't right or wasn't where you're supposed to land? If it's a you, serious topic, then I've got to then I got to rework everything. I got to go completely back and figure out why. Because just because like. Sometimes you'll argue with me and I'll be like, I think you're right, but I have to like genuinely believe it. So I have to like go back through it. But if it's like a sports take, then I'm going to die with it. Okay. Does that make so, sense? Yeah. So if I'm, if we're arguing and I realize halfway through the conversation, you're probably right. I'm dying. I'm dying to my point. If it's like something, a serious matter, I'll slowly die a little bit. I'll like kind of like won't give up yet, but then I've got to now be like, why was that right? And my brain has to complete that. And if I really care about a topic, I'll talk to five people at least about that topic. And then by the end of that, I'm usually very solidified in what I believe. It kind of stresses me out just hearing all the things that are simultaneously going on in your head while you're talking. So before I finish, where I'm, if I know you're going to rebuttal me or I know someone's going to say something, um, I'm already thinking about the rebuttal to your rebuttal, which is not good. So what I've had to try to do if it's not like a fun joking argument, I have to like step back and say, when someone's talking, I have to listen. What I don't like is long pauses. Because I feel like a long pause says you don't know what you're talking about. But a long pause really means you're just processing, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. So if there's a long pause, I'm like, immediately I got to start talking. So then I get the motor going and I got to use some quick words to like buy myself time to get my brain back on track. So COVID slowed that down. So now someone says something, and I'm like halfway through the sentence, and I'm like, I don't even care where we're going. Down that motor. Dang, I, I didn't realize you had so much stuff going on in your head. It's not. That's why I think I'm always anxious. It, it kind of stresses me out, and uh, probably for sure is. So like now I'm like, uh, that's why I, I think I like conversation so much because I, I, I I'm willing. I'm willing to learn. I guess I, I, I guess I kind of have probably all those those same things going on in my head, but I just appease it differently i don't appease it through conversation i appease it just through sitting in it in silence if if i if i was going to write a book which i never will probably now or if i was going to if there's something i really care about teaching doing a sermon an issue in my brain even this kendrick album i need time alone but the that's just to get me like a foundation and then if i want to build the idea then i got to talk to somebody so the problem is I talked to Katie about stuff and she does not <laughs> and care. care. Yeah. So she's just, a, she's a, she, all she'll do is she'll just appease the conversation. She's very nice about it, but I need somebody who cares about the topic and I really need two people. You're usually almost both of them. I need someone who cares about the topic 
and can process with me. And I also, it's nice to have someone who completely is on the other side. So then I, that's when I come back and I'm like, eh, I'm a genius. That's, that's been like the whole last week with uh, Emily and I, just me trying to talk her ear off about Kendrick and <laughs> yeah. how, how great he is and what, what this, this song <laughs> means. And she just doesn't care. Let's talk about that and, for a second. I, it's a slight to the point where like I, I'm like trying to bring up something else about him and I have to apologize before I talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, did that a lot. I, I know you're probably sick of hearing about this, but okay. Why do you do that? Do you feel like you have to say it? Um, no, I just legitimately think she's <laughs> no, 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 not, not sorry. Like when, why do you even talk to her about it? Um, I want, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's my way of trying to get her to buy in. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what I am. But yeah, you know what people, people have their own things they enjoy. And that's when, a, that's a beautiful thing. When I learn from something, I feel like you can learn from it too. And maybe some people can't. Is it hot in here? Um, I think it's just always hot now. It's okay. our, it's already like okay. we're in the just making sure I'm not black in the out. triple digits in Texas already. So I think it, we're just in the season where it's just always gonna be hot no matter where we're at. Yeah, I'm just being a baby. But let's talk about I I have two things I really want to talk about. Um and the first thing is Kendrick. Let's talk about this album. So for the person who's listening to this, I want to give a huge disclaimer. If you're not a Kendrick fan, you're probably not going to like this album. Yeah. I think it's a masterpiece. We've talked about this a lot, but it's hard to tell someone to go listen to this album because it's a very hard album. Yes. It's a tough, tough album. It's probably yes. one of the heaviest albums I've ever listened to. I had, a, I had like a, um, a 40 minute conversation with uh, Ronnie. who's our lead pastor of our church. And, uh, like 20 minutes of it was on Kendrick. I was like, Hey, I really need you to spend some time and listen to this album. Not with your kids around. Yeah. And also just know, don't listen to it till you have time and don't start listening to it till you're willing to listen to it a couple times. Yeah. Like just it, you're, if you just start picking some songs out or you go through Spotify top songs, there's some good songs in it. But you just need to see this story. And he immediately sent me an article that he'd already read about it, which made me happy. Yeah. That's a, yeah. If, if you're a person who like listens to music, it's just like background music or you just want like music to like set up a set of vibe for the environment or whatever, you, pr you probably aren't going to like Kendrick. Yeah. There's like just so much. He's just meticulous about the way that he writes things and the way he story tells. And I don't know, you like have to yep. have the time to and the desire to like dig in and like, and the, you, you kind of first have to, dig into who like who Kendrick is yes as a person like how he grew up and like why does he have this point of view you, you like have to almost research Kendrick as a person before yep. you can even start looking into his, his music I think after this album I I for some reason understand why someone wouldn't like him now yeah and why Drake and Jack Harlow so people are so appealing yeah you aren't just gonna you aren't just gonna be at a pool party and just no, 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 and just no, no. and just throw on Kendrick. No, 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 no. Because he's got a couple. It, songs. it has the potential to get weird real quick if you do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't shuffle. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, I, I guess it makes sense why someone would just be like, I want to only listen to, like, not meaningless music, but like music that either makes you feel good yeah. or that makes you laugh or hyped or like. I guess music has all those emotions. I just have gotten into the season like I like some of this like depth but i do have to like i listen to so much podcast now though and all all the podcasts I listen to i guess this makes sense or the exact opposite of kendrick all the podcasts I listen to are like 
meaningless comedy conversations. And mm-hmm. that's where my brain rests. And then like when I, I can't listen, like in the car with Kendrick, Katie was talking to me this morning. And I had Kendrick playing the car and I just wouldn't even listen. Yeah. Like I'm just like locked into the song and that's probably not good. Yeah. I'm, I'm finally kind of getting to the point where I can like actually like shuffle the music and like still enjoy it. But um, that's, that's just because like I've done like a, a probably too much research and I feel like I got a grasp on everything. So I don't really like have to listen to it as intentionally, which yeah, I mean, I, I still do, but that, uh, um, I, th- I, th- I threw on the album like right when it came out and I just had it playing on my phone and that first song, I was like, it sounds like there's so much stuff going on. And like, I, I couldn't hear that well cause I didn't have headphones in or anything. And I was like, I'm okay. I got to turn this off until I get headphones because it just sounds like there's so much stuff happening. And then I listened to that song over and over and over and over again. I listened to it for that, like the first two tracks on the album, probably for two straight days. And I hadn't even listened to the whole album. Just locked in. I was just, yeah, it just like, I, was like, just, I don't know. They just, there's just so much stuff happening. It's wild. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just super heavy. I have noticed with Katie, I feel like I have to, if I'm showing her like a video, I've like gotten to a point where I feel like I have to preface before we watch the video and give background to it every time. And I do that with like Kendrick's album or whatever. I get. I want the person who's consuming the same content as me to have a starting point. Yeah. And which is probably good. But I think for some people, I have to remind myself like, I love comedy. Like some people don't like comedy. <coughs> like, and so you can show them something that you think is great and they hate it. And I think that's, that's Kendrick for me. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it is, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I've uh, exhausted all my attempts to <laughs> try and get Emily on board. But Katie just finally, Katie told me in the saddest way ever. We're like driving and you could tell she, it's almost like she's like needed to tell me something. She's like, Hey, I just kind of don't really like, I'm not like the biggest Kendrick fan. I was like, you don't have to tell me that. She had to confess to you. I was like, I don't, that doesn't bother me. She's like, well, I just, I don't know. I'm just, there's something about it. I don't know. It's just not my favorite thing. I was like, why are you telling? It it felt so, she felt almost like she was sad to have to tell me. And that made me sad. I was like, I don't care. I think, I think Emily told me from the first note that she heard, she just heard the first note from a Kendrick song. I was like, not not Not, for me. I'm, I'm still trying to get her to buy in. I think there are a few songs that she'll actually listen to and enjoys, but I'm sure uh, every artist is deep in their own way. Like if you really dove in, I'm sure a most a majority of artists have depth that I wouldn't understand yeah. on the surface, but I understand why people like radio hits. Yeah. Cause it just oh, gives you sure. a feeling of like, oh, it's, it's, it's entertainment. Yeah. And I don't know that this Kendrick album would be, I'd even put it in the, in entertainment. It it will be eventually for me. Yeah, but right now it's like it's like a you're reading someone's journal. Yeah, you're like I don't know. This yeah, is, it's, it's kind of hard. I, yeah, I think it was a, a very brave album to make. But he just has that like, is that like perfect combination of he's like seen and been through a lot of stuff in his life, yep. but he he also like has a very unique gift uh, of the ability to put all his life experiences into words. Yeah. And uh, like paint, just like 
paint vivid, very like very vivid images out of them. Insane, insane. I I was I was mowing when I listened to the album all the way through the first time, and I stopped the mower and cried at the very yeah. end. Like went inside to show Katie the part, and Katie's like, "Oh, that's cool," and she's just appeasing me over and over again. I think when I walk out of the room, she's like, "Hey." That, Let's talk yeah. about anything else. When, when I finally, I, when I finally got to that track, because it's the second to last track yep. of the album, the one you're talking about. Yep. When he's, when he's like, the whole, well, the whole track is, pr- like, kind of, it's intense, emotional. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind of, it's super heavy. But when he starts like raising the the volume of his voice towards the end, and then his daughters come in. I know that was that shut me down. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, they're just wild, an absolutely wild album. So if you haven't, if if you are a hip hop fan, I would I would go listen to this. But you may hate it. Sorry, his daughter, not daughters, because I think he's got a daughter and a son. Oh yeah, yeah, great album. Yeah, I think it might be my favorite album in a long time. But it's weird to say because it's so different than like Donda or yeah, it's a it's a but any other I mean, it's most like the entire album is super heavy. But I, f- I also feel it's kind of weird because I I feel like. You can almost like physically feel some weight being lifted off. Yeah, Kendrick's it ends shoulders. Well. Yeah, or at least it feels like it ends well. Yeah, he's also just know. in Ghana right now, and I think he's shooting a documentary. Yeah, I finally found that out because uh, I saw the like the next morning um, after the album release that I just saw videos of him playing soccer in Ghana. Yeah, with, with some kids in Ghana, and I was like, "What?" You know what I noticed from those, some of those pictures of him in Ghana. I think when you're just cool, you're cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. This man's wearing a button-up, like a short sleeve button-up yellow shirt. Yeah. And then red, like they like, looked like Goodwill. Like baggy red yes, athletic shorts. shorts. Does it match? Which drives me nuts. And it looked cool. Yeah. But it, it it's not cool. Like yeah. no one else can wear that. Which is such an irrelevant detail and it's actually counterintuitive to his whole album what he's talking about what i just said but there's just i think it's something maybe it's when somebody is like finds who they are everything about them becomes cool yeah when someone's just who they are you know yeah i mean you look he, at you today you look like a rock climber he, well, you know what i mean and, 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 that's, and that's not who i am see i'm I trying think, too hard but that's, i think you, and that's why i'm not cool but i think you are i think you're climbing through life okay you know what i mean okay. i think you're ascending to go. different levels here we go. And I think that you don't even realize it, but you're dressing the way that your spiritual life is. Okay. That's what you're doing. Okay. Dude, you're freaking, you're locked in today. You're chalking up. Oh, gosh. On belay, belay on. You're climbing to the next spiritual level. So I think you're dressing the way your spirit's moving. That's what I think. That was, that was a very impressive couple minutes of ad lib. Dude, co- COVID can't slow me. I'm back. That was impressive. Almost died. You, but you have no fog left in your brain. I saw the depths of uh, of destruction and death during uh, COVID. I thought you were about to take this. I thought you were about to take that. I saw the depths, and I thought you were going to take it into like the Johnny Depp trial thing. I thought, um, dang, I thought that were, would have been a great segue. I thought we were about to have. Some Do we want to talk about that? Do you care about this here. thing? No, I haven't paid attention. I, I've watched some of it and seen clips of some of it, but I haven't seen anything from like the last probably yeah four days of it. So I'd, yeah, I'm pretty much off social media, but I still see clips of a ton of stuff. I'm going to take one, one hard take on this just so we can move on. So weird to me. This is a trial. I don't know why, but I think I leave the little bit of information I have. It's so irrelevant to me. We're talking about people's money. It's fine. 
but I don't know that either one of them come out of this genuinely looking good. Yeah. And I think he is the hero in the public <laughs> eyes, which makes, you know, like defamation, whatever. But man, I would be devastated if my daughter married him. Yeah. Like it's so I just don't I don't like the idea that he comes out with his robe and he's like this hero. Yeah. When he's like still in this addiction cycle and I think he's doing better and, and whatever. I have no judgment of either one of them. She seems like an absolute psychopath. I have no idea. Also, th- also I mean, thought she had cocaine they, in the courtroom. I think they both are. But it's weird that's like he he's like a hero to people now. Yeah. It's like I I think he also the recordings of some of the things he said to her. He I mean, was a bad bad place in his life. Relationships get bad. Not a hero. There's a hundred percent something like actually happened, mm-hmm. like something physical happened. And I I know there's like recordings of her saying that he or she hit him, but like there's a hundred hundred percent chance in my mind that at some point he harmed her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 weird. Just I don't know. It makes I, what I don't want people to do is to think. Divorce rates are high. All these things. These celebrities are the way they live their life. These dweebs. Like this is not a this is not a normal or remotely healthy relationship at any point. And unhealthy relationships make unhealthy people do unhealthy things. So just listen to track eight, yeah. seven, eight. Just yeah, yeah. Or don't, don't or, actually do or don't. Be warned. But yeah, I. Uh, he's a. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about this trial. It's so. So wild. We should listen to Kendrick way more than we should listen to Johnny Depp. That's, 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 that's the thing that just like the 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 kind of juxtaposition of the the album in the trial is yes. kind of weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're turning into a society of just clips. Yeah. So you just get like a little bit of information, and then you draw a full conclusion of life. And I don't know. It's just not. It's not stable. It's not the way that I don't know. I was raised. Speaking of how I was raised. We talked a lot about this. this week. Your segment game is next Locked level. Down. Is next level today? Uh, sorry, not your segment. Your transition game. We started this list yesterday, kind of just kept passing. And I think a lot of people will resonate with this. Mainly after asking people in the office, men, and maybe guys that grew up, if you went to a public school at all or played sports ever. But the, isn't it a weird culture? Just like the, I don't know, like titty twisters. <laughs> you know what I mean? A rhino. You putting your knee in someone's butt, like just just knee them as hard as you can. Yeah, slapping someone on the back of the neck. I don't know why that just made me chuckle so much. Just shows how immature I still am in my life. I just I, I hated it as a kid. Titty twister and it made me giggle. Watching these guys at barstool rip each other's pants off. I don't know. I you know me. I love a good prank. One of my favorite things on earth is just like, I I like I like giggling, I like laughing. I don't like laughing. I don't love laughing at someone else's expense. But if you can get like, I like banter, like roasting people, like making fun of people. Like, there's just something about living in fear that the people around you are gonna walk by and hit you in the crotch. Yeah, we we were talking about this yesterday, <clears throat> and I don't know, I don't know how I think. Well, I think we probably were. We didn't know. We just didn't know what it was. I don't know how we weren't the most stressed yeah. kids ever in high in high, in junior high and high school. Because yep. like we never knew if we we're gonna get like you said, rhinoed or uh, there was this one like one dude that went to junior high with us. I think he was a grade older that 
was basically just known strongest fingers in the world strongest fingers ever but he like he was known as a dude that was going to just randomly give you a, a titty twister yeah like he'd sneak up on you you wouldn't see him coming we're and talking about like 15 to 20 seconds of grabbing yeah time. like he, he would hold on for way too long and twist way too hard and he had the grip strength of an actual professional rock yep. climber and it was the worst thing ever you have, then, t- you have two choices there you have to fight him or you have to just laugh and be like, oh, man, yeah. you got me. And on the inside, you're raging. Yeah. I don't know if by the time he let go, if I had the strength in me to fight him. Yeah, well, probably not. Because it weakened me so much what he did to me. But also, culturally, you're super soft if that makes you mad enough to fight. Like, but, you're supposed to just accept it. But, but you know what? We also never snitched even in that. No, ever. Like, we had a, a very good reason to. Yeah. We, we never snitched. I, and I still wouldn't. And I wouldn't recommend someone snitch. But it's also... Like, it, it is a nightmare. It was that and like rhino and if you weren't covering your chest, you just get punched in the chest. You think it's different now? Because like now kids are like, it's acceptable um, to take a mental health day. Yeah. I don't no, know I, that I, it I, is. I, I think it's probably for sure different now. Yeah. I still think there's some of that in guy culture. You know, if you just watch a, a bunch of like, I guarantee if you were at a watching on a sideline of a junior high game or whatever, they're, they're still... Just hitting each other. Yeah. The, I, well, I think that's just part of being a, an adolescent boy. But what age? We got to get to a point that there's an age that that stops. I, I said yesterday, I think 23 is the age. I think once you graduate college and you go into a professional setting, if you're at the water cooler and you're ripping someone's <laughs> pants off, you're slapping them back in the neck. Dog, I don't, I mean, you're going to get to a point where someone's going to knock you unconscious. Yeah, it's, it's going to get you killed at some point. But... I don't know. And you know what? They've kind of done the same thing on the YouTube, like on YouTube where they go in and they like these YouTube pranks are sometimes are a nightmare. Things they do to people. I know there are some that are funny. Remember that guy that would put the hot dogs in people's pockets. That was, that, that was, was a great, but that, that's kind of harmless. It's a great bit. That's kind of harmless. Bit. Like the, I don't know what harm that could do. Like you, maybe you go home and you'd never find the hot dog and you, I would laugh. Put it, you put it in the washing machine and wash all your clothes with hot dogs. And be it ruins. So, I would laugh so hard if I got back in my truck and I, and I had a freaking just hot dog in my pocket. Into your pocket and found a hot dog. I'd be so mad that I didn't I didn't get to meet the person who that, did it. That would mess me up probably for several weeks. Dude. Just trying to figure out how I ended up with a hot dog in my pocket. I think that stuff's so funny. I think when people do that, I think they're just, I don't know. It, some of the stuff that people do now, you start getting past some lines. It's like, man, that person should... I'm sure most of it's fake, but this is just a PSA for people. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some grace when you're in junior high and high school as a guy. But if I see, if I'm, if I am hanging out around you and I'm afraid you're going to hit me in the crotch, you're the worst. Oh, slaps, slapping each other in the Sla- face. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess if you want to make a bet on it, that's fine. But what are we doing? Yeah. I just hope. Did that make us better men? Do you think, or do you like? Do you think we because we made it through it, we didn't snitch? No, I th- I think when we were talking about it yesterday, I was like, oh dang, I was probably way, way more tense than I should have been as a kid, because I was just worried that I was gonna yeah. at some at any moment, at any time, that I was gonna be in pain because someone's gonna sneak up on me and either twist my titty or yeah, yeah. neck me or punch my chest or knee me in the butt. I mean, just, it was just, I don't know. It's such a weird culture. Maybe it made me better in some ways. I think, I still think snitching's the worst. And I know you have to go through some form of life to get, I mean, but what's the difference between like a prank and assault? 
Like, I mean, like now you we, said this yesterday. The uh, Barstool's right now got this big thing where they're like grabbing people by their back pockets and ripping their pants off. And you said to me, you looked at me before we even talked about it and said, if you rip my pants off, we are going to fight. Yes. And Not for the reason I think most people would be mad, though. Yeah, for sure. Not. It's just the inconvenience right. of having to find pants. Also, it's impossible. Pants are hard to find and they aren't cheap. There's got to be. There's a there's a chart that I have in my brain. Everyone's got a different chart, but there's like it's got to be funny for the cost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I just ripped your pants off, I think it would be funny. I think there's a chance it's funny. But the the cost of that in terms of actual monetary and inconvenience, I don't think they even come close. Yeah. I don't think they're even in the same like ramification. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, it'd be funny if you shot a bullet, a live bullet by someone and didn't hit them. Right? Like, that's what I, that, like, uh, that was a great, that was a great prank. Dang, you just took, you just took ripping pants to shooting bullets. That's what I'm talking people. about, though. There's God gotta really? be, there's gotta be a range, right? And you just, of went, like, this is like, oh, that was like uh, 10 years from now, that could be a funny story. Yeah. But I'm, the cost I'm, of that, I'm, I'm not trying to get you getting a prank with you because you just went from, ripping pants to I'm just going to shoot a, a bullet at somebody just, you, bl- just blaze it past their head I think it, it when you're younger you have more time you know so certain things can happen but there's just like now it's like it'd be inconvenient like uh, taking the wheels off someone's car putting oh, on yeah. blocks that's just a lot of time yeah and would that be funny to see your reaction when you came outside and all your wheels were off your car no, you know it, it would be funny of, that takes a lot of effort it though. would be funny but I don't know that the effort and the cost of that is even remotely worth yeah. the humor. Yeah. And that's where I get to a point where ripping people's pants off. It's a little wild. And there were me fighting. Would you rather me do stuff like that to you or just like in the hallway at work, just slap you in the back of the neck? Um, if, I, if I had a choice between the, the slap in the back of the neck and you ripping my pants off, I'm choosing the, the slap, even though it's going to piss me off just as much. Yeah. Um, Very frustrating. Just a, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at all. The fact that I'm down to my boxers in no. public, nope. that, that doesn't bother me at all. Nope, none. I'm That's not a fear of mine at all. It's the, the whole having to find a new pair of pants that fits you well uh, and they aren't cheap. And yeah. Like a, it was a nightmare last time I tried to find a decent pair of jeans that yep. fit me right. It's impossible. So I would rather take, I'll take the slap on the neck. Why do you think that's a thing? Why do you think guys do that? Do what? Like just co- like growing up, like you're always like in the locker room. There's initiation. I don't know. Like, what, is it a camaraderie thing? <laughs> is it just being funny? I think it's a. I think it's a like. A, I guess it's like an attempt to try and build memories with with fellow fellow dudes. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, Jackass. I, Jackass made a whole. Yeah, I mean that like that was like a whole generational thing. Yeah. I, I I do like like. I liked watching that, and I still I still think it's funny. Like I really do. I'm, I'm like a 13 year old kid at heart most of the time when it comes to that stuff. But the whole time I watched that show, have you watched the new movie? No, it's actually not recommended for people listening. That's probably, but like it's it, it's very funny. It's kind of nostalgic in a weird way. It's like seeing those guys back together and they have new guys and a lot of male nudity, an unrealistic amount of male nudity. But the whole time I watched their movies, I'm thinking that would have been the most stressful thing just to be on set yeah you can't go to the bathroom you can't eat something yeah without that, that, you might have been poisoned like always thought about that watching them it's like which I, I guess they kind of sign up for so they kind of know that potentially something might happen to them kind but, of 
So like a, I mean, all, all we did was walk through the doors to our school, and we're just walking to a a, a war zone of pranks. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I, I don't. I don't remember ever being a person that that dished out a an open chest hit or a rhino or anything either. Maybe I probably did it a few times, but I was I wasn't going around giving titty twisters for sure. Do you remember the the bull of the waist circle? Yes, almost got you. Um, yeah, I think you actually did get me. So no, it wasn't bull of the waist. Oh. But if, so you do that, you look, and then you get to hit them. I remember you'd always like, you know, you kind of like lightly just like tap them on the shoulder and wipe it off. Like, you know, and you got somebody like to collect the payment. Mm-hmm. And there was never really a desire for me just to tee off on someone's arm. Yeah. I don't know why. So you and I, by two of our, two of our good friends, got bullied and got bullied because we, we wouldn't slap them. Yes. <laughs> and we also, for the record, turned down a large sum of cash. <laughs> To not to not slap each other. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I just. I guess I. I just don't really get off on. Yeah, creating pain <laughs> for people. I'm also very weird about peer pressure. Yeah. So if if we're like trying to if if we're all hanging out we're having a guys weekend we're trying to get someone to do something. Or like whatever. As soon as you turn to me and say you won't do it, you're scared. I'm out. Yeah. Like you've already lost me. That, yeah. If you want to motivate me. You could probably maybe motivate me by getting someone else to do it better than me or being like, I don't think you could actually probably do that. If you said something like that, you might have me. But when someone's like, you're just scared, it's like, you're not going to peer pressure me. I, th- I think you've gotten me with that multiple times <laughs> in our life. You for sure got me with that on the uh, that bike trail to one time, that one time. No, I didn't get you a peer pressure. No, I, th- I, I flipped I'm, it. I'm pretty sure you said you won't do it. You're scared or something along those lines. I, th- I think I... Okay, maybe I won't say. Okay, I didn't. What, 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 what? How do you remember it? I thought I because I, I, I was slightly concussed, so I probably don't remember it as well as you do. In my brain, the only way that if I want to motivate you, I got to convince you that I can do it better than you, or that I don't think you can do it. So in my brain, I'm like, hey, you probably couldn't do that. I don't think you could do it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that's kind of that's basically how I remember it. Not like the oh, you, me being like you're you're a pansy. It never so, works. So it's not saying you you won't do it. Saying I don't you can't think do I don't it. think you physically could make that happen. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, we that, should just keep going because I don't I, think I, that I, you I would be able to do that. I see the difference. But I do that knowing. It's the same thing. I do that knowing. I hope I do it. But but you got me fifty bucks from that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you, fellow army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weird culture. I'd like to know some like psychology on it because there's yeah. definitely the negatives. But I wonder if there's positives of like. I mean, I got, I basically got jumped into the I mean, basketball team. Did, did you feel, did you feel closer to your team after that happened? Uh, I was super grateful just to know it was over because I knew it was coming. So at I, some guess, point. I guess it built something in you that it took some fear away from you. That they uh, yeah. did that. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't even stuff like that that was bad. It was the con, like sleeping on the basketball bus. I would just get like, I'd fall asleep and get my face slapped. You know, people would just like walk by did, and pour that, their water on did, you. Did that provide anything for you? Um, did, you did you feel closer no, to your teammates? I hated or that. Now, also to clarify, it wasn't just me. So if if everybody was targeting me and I was just being bullied, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I felt like I was the target of being bullied, then I would have probably been in a darker spot. You're just the only one walking off the bus with a yeah. swollen face. Yeah, just constantly hurting. But th- that was the culture. It's like everyone was doing it to everybody. So then it didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a difference between being like kids that are bullied. I'm sure that's an emotional toll. This was more of just stress knowing that every single person on this bus has the potential and the potential desire to try to hurt me. 
Yeah. Just to be funny. No, that's that's a then, if you're one on one with any of these guys when we were hanging out, never would happen. It was a bit that you'd like try to get other people around you to laugh. So once you got in there, you might have just been you might have just gone to lunch with somebody and then they, they walk in the locker room and turn around and just bop hit you in the crotch. <laughs> but then you're like, I gotta get them back. Or you're just you set it your there's nothing worse feeling than just setting your locker mad. Yeah. But you can't express it because then you give them you give the room more ammo at you so you have to just be like oh great shot buddy like you have to just wear it and then in the back of your mind you're like when you turn around i'm gonna punch you in the back of the head uh you're you're giving them kudos for their their shot on you do you remember that was, that was a good one bud were you in the basketball locker room when um i said somebody no. broke someone's headphones no so we had a guy I've, I've heard the story though we had a guy grab someone's headphones and snap them so it broke the headphones which is very frustrating. They were, the the guy that had his headphones broken was messing with the other guy, kind of messing with them, and then he grabbed his headphones, snapped them, and then he just punched him in the face three times, very hard, like assault. And uh, it's like the weirdest thing in the locker room. But that's that's what happens when you start messing with each other. Yeah, you're gonna get to a point. Yeah the 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 rules are kind of arbitrary for every, like every single person makes their own rules and has like their own line. Like they define their own line that can't be crossed, yep. and it also depends on how good of a day a person's having. But it's all it's all like fun and games until you cross yep. that line. I like pranks. And it's a very arbitrary line. I need to be on the record. I think there's lines to certain things. I think there's certain things that are funny. I like roasting people. But man, there's a couple things. As I'm getting older, I'm like, hey, if I if we're homies and I have to like be nervous that you're here, I don't love it. Yeah, I don't. I, I just don't uh, jump scares or like knowing that like yeah, going jump, through a haunted house. Jump scares. I don't. Che- I don't want to cheapest form of entertainment. It's just not. It's not great. And there's a time and a place for anything. I get it. You know, I still giggle watching people. You know, do the air horn when people are playing golf. I hate air horns. You know what I mean? When someone's playing golf, yeah. they're about to tee off and you hit Dude, them with an air if, horn. If there's an air horn sitting in this room right now, I'd be stressed out. Uh, balloons. I hate. Yeah. I hate balloons. My mom, by Yo. the way, told me that I grew up as a kid terrified of balloons. I didn't I, know that. I look like the biggest pansy ever when I'm around balloons and like people aren't taking care with them. There's like kind of like either sitting on them yep. or like they have sharp things around them. I'm a, I'm a pan and I'll 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 be in the room plugging my ears like this. 100. percent I've been a thousand percent. I've been around Emily multiple times in a room and I'm plugging my ears because Walker's playing with a balloon. Hate it. I hate it. Uh, Katie gave uh, Ellie a couple months ago a balloon. I got a daycare, and she was playing with it in the back while I was driving. I was like, "You have to take it from her." I can't drive. Yeah, I don't love it. It's very pansy. I I respect. I, guns are different for me. Well, yeah, most of the time, I feel like you have. I feel like there's a control element to it. You know what I mean? Like if someone just they, fired they, off a they dry still kind of stress me out, but I don't know. I'm getting better. I feel like there's something different with guns. I still don't love. Loud noise in general, but I think I think that there maybe we need to all sit down and write with a book on this. But there needs to be rules, and I'm not talking. I love I love pranks. I think that certain pranks can be funny, but there's got to be what we've got to do is build this book that's like here's the age that you're allowed to do things. If you're yeah. 15 and your homie falls asleep and you want to put his hand in water, you want to put shaving cream <laughs> on his face, I'm fine with it. At you know, 30, that, it's 30. It's pranks are all all so innocent. I know. I know. And then they just morphed into punching people and ripping their pants off. And I know. It started off with putting hands in water. Yeah. 
Sorry, so I didn't mean to derail your yourself no, there. No, uh, that's, I mean, that's the point. There's like, there's going to be an, we got to build like a, for this next generation, an age and what's allowed, right? Like we've got, we've got to get there because, uh, you know, going on some of these guys trips and stuff. I, I see some of you guys fall asleep on the couch and my first thought is not, I mean, I, I, I try to throw you in a pool from your hammock. Yeah. I thought that was, but I wasn't going to throw you in the pool. I was going to lay you on an air mattress in a pool where you were carrying Jared to the pool and Jared's like real cool guys, like just wide awake. I think stuff like that can be funny. Yeah. I think that whenever you ruin someone's stuff, like if, if I saw you, we're 32, we're hanging out at a pool party and you're standing by the edge of the pool. I mean, there's a chance I'm gonna push you in. If I knew you didn't have your phone on you or whatever, walkers in the pool, there's a chance I might push you in, you know, Mm-hmm. My luck, you were going to end up breaking your leg, tearing your ACL. But we just need to figure out. I like having funds. I like banter. Did I say I like having funds? I think so. Whatever. I don't know why I've been so passionate about this this week. We just need to build this manual. Yeah. Stop Stop. I, 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 I think stop it's slapping needed. each other. I, it might be... I think part <clears throat> of it... I was just thinking about this when, when you were talking. Um, when you are using, like, push me in at the... I think there's, like... I think part of it is just the amount of times that something happens. So if you just like push me into a pool, like I'm not, I'm not going to fear that you're going to push me into a pool every time I'm yeah. at a pool yeah. with you. But if it's like a cycle, if it's like a something that if you're the guy that does happens, that, yeah, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like frightened around you. Yeah, I remember we used to always take a uh, a, a trip with um, our youth pastor to like a cabin or whatever, and like one of the things was. At some point, he was going to disappear and scare us. Yep. And just the anticipation of that moment happening locked me up. Yeah. I hated it. So it's just it's like the anticipation, like no, like going into something, knowing that there's, there's a potential that it's some, something's going to happen, and then just waiting for it is the how, worst part. How do you... I wonder how you not do that, but also fear bonding is, a, I think, an important piece of life. Fear bonding. I'm a big I'm believer in fear bonding. See, I think that you can create yeah, those things, though. I, I think you can be afraid going out and going like uh, hog hunting at night. I think that can be scary. Man. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's things you can do, but I'm just telling you right now. If you're the if you're a younger kid somehow listening to this, and you hate it, welcome. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between having fun with your friends and being assaulted and bullied. And it is the most stressful thing. I would like to get to a financial place in my life where I have enough money that I could push you in the pool and you have your phone on you and be like, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I can be like, that's whatever. Or that I could just rip your pants off and have new pants for you. That'd be a cool financial place to be in life. And You're I think it might just open the most up. generous prankster ever. <laughs> it might be like, I think a, a good prank is something long-term everybody bonds over. I think that I think you when you can create a memory of something, yeah. it's fun. Even in the moment, if you can make if you make someone frustrated or mad in the moment, if it's short term and you create a long term memory that everyone's excited about, yeah. it's funny. But I don't, I don't think memories are created by doing the same thing over and over. Agreed. Agreed. And that's why those jackass guys would be the worst. Yeah. Like just constantly in fear. Yeah. Life's hard. Dang, we we uncovered that we were just like basically repeatedly result uh assaulted <laughs> yeah, I was in our life. It started for sure in junior high. And it oh, did yeah. not end. In I, I, some ways, it has not ended. I don't remember much in elementary. 
I don't think I don't think any of this happened in elementary. At least that I can recall. Can you recall any at Crockett? I don't. I don't remember a lot from then. I, there was definitely like, I don't know. There's bullies, and I handled them. I handled them. How, how, what's what's your typical way of handling bullies? I mean, I remember put, I remember dropping a couple people um, and breaking biggest. some ankles on the basketball court from uh, someone making fun yeah. of how short I was. Uh. Oh yeah, actually, I was I was so soft as a kid. That same person making fun of my height and I was playing him one-on-one at his house. I took the ball and I punted it oh, over this, the fence. This is the story I was thinking of. Punted over the fence and my soft little heart went and jumped the fence to get the ball for him because I felt bad because he wasn't going to be able to get the, the See, ball. That's that's why I am not good at pranks because I feel bad Yeah, I agree. doing the prank. I agree. I think more so than like my former self but now I, like, I probably won't prank anybody now because I just feel bad doing it because I, I know I'm like I was trying to think this Adding whole time. a slight inconvenience to their life. I was trying to think this whole time of what would be like a funny thing that I would do. Have you seen the the people going around where they like, uh, they get all their husbands, they show up to like an event. It's like they're on vacation or whatever. And all their husbands show up to this, like it's like five or six of them. They're all wearing the same shirt. Mm. Like they <clears throat> slowly walk in. And it's like, as they're showing up to dinner or whatever, they're all wearing the exact same shirt. I haven't seen this. That's hilarious. Like that's a funny prank. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of funny. Because you look silly. You know, you got five guys just all wearing the exact same collared shirt. You look goofy. Like that's stuff like that's funny. Um, I like scaring people. This is kind of sick, but I like uh, I like scaring people with scenarios or convincing people that a scenario did happen that didn't. Uh, so okay, it's, so it's, it's, isn't that basically the, the definition of uh, gaslighting? Yeah. Well, so like um, this is probably called this is a really bad prank. So I'm not saying I would do this again. But like when Katie and I first got married, I was in the shower. Knocked over some stuff. And oh. she, I, heard her, I just heard her voice. Her say, "Hey, are you okay?" And the way she said it, sound concerned. I didn't even think about this being a prank. So in my brain, I'm like, "Well, that'd be funny if she thought I wasn't." So I just laid face first in the shower. Katie opened the curtain and thought I died. You know, like to me that was hilarious. Looking back on it, not ideal. You know, so I do like things like that where it's like misdirecting people. Yeah, you know, if you can convince somebody. Oh, uh, we convinced Aaron. I didn't even realize that this had gone on for a couple months, but Aaron, uh, Aaron Rass, one of our buddies, and their whole family thought that Phil got a hole-in-one. Oh, And I just randomly was like, hey, it'd be funny. Let's send him a picture that you're holding a golf ball and had a hole-in-one. Like, I think that's funny. And it's harmless prank. Completely. Harmless. You find out later it's not true, whatever. Yeah. How's, like, how's that going to ruin your life? I like, so I like, I guess the summary is I like lying to people. I like making up <laughs> fake stories and seeing how many people I can get to believe it. That's my, I guess, my style. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. I don't know. When, when, I, when, I, when we did prank, Pranktober and I pranked you and did some stuff, I like back then in life, you, you just had time. Yeah. And you filled it with things, you know? So it's like, hey, I'll just move all of Jared's stuff down three flights. Like the thought of now doing that, even if I had the ability, I have a key to your house. And being able to rearrange a room, yeah, sounds like exhausting. Not even remotely fun. Yeah, you know. So I don't. I guess that's my. As I get older, I still enjoy chopping up people. I like roasting somebody, but I also don't like. I think people aren't good at it, and they do it at the expense of the other person. Yeah. If everyone at the table is just laughing at you, I feel like if I did that, I did a bad job. If you're, if you realize like, oh, I thought he had a hole in one. And you, I, dude, I just told 200 people 
you have you've gotten a whole one. There's people all over the city now thinking there. I think if I sat down and thought about it, there's probably 20 plus lies I've created <laughs> that people believe because I started with a couple people that they just and it just ran to. and they just keep telling people it's just spreading. They have no idea if it's true or not. Just your web of lies spreading throughout the city. So, so but you know point, what? They're all harmless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're nothing, all harmless. Nothing serious. You aren't going to ruin a life with a with a prank lie. You brought up a good, uh, not a good, a prank the other day about that girl with the red lipstick kissing people's shirts. Oh yeah, that has like in my the way my brain works is I think about the worst case scenario first and say if that happened, am I okay with it? If I came, Katie said yesterday something that I think is probably not true. If I came home with a kiss mark on my shirt, first off, very funny prank in the moment. Also borderline assault. And then I come home and Katie sees. Like if I had a girl do that to you. Yeah. Right? And then I have to show up to your house and explain to Emily that some girl wasn't kissing on you. It was just, it was me. But yeah. Very weird. Well, the thing, yeah. The thing is, if you went home with a with a kiss mark on your on your white tee and Katie asked you about it, you would you would have no idea. You wouldn't be able to. Not even you, had, you had no idea like what happened, like how you got it. So you wouldn't be able to explain it. And that just makes you. So that, I mean. It's kind of, it's kind of, well, I, I did not laugh when I first saw it. Yeah. Um, to each his own. Well, but I mean, I, I always like the, uh, some of the girls up here went out with Katie when it, like, uh, went out this week. So I like, walked in, I was like, man, that was so wild that y'all were out last night till two in the morning. And the Katie came home at like 945, 30, 45. That's, that's one of your bits. Yeah. And I love it because it's funny to watch people process i like i think i just like creating moments and seeing how people handle them not like not like hey katie died you just like just uh being the instigator and then yes. just sitting back and watching thousand percent you do that all the time also like seeing if i mentally can convince you of something like can i get can i get you to believe this thing See, and not like, and I, it sounds bad. I'm doing a really bad job of of explaining myself. It's not just like a, a random lie. There's got to be a reason for it. It's not just like, hey, did you hear these two people got divorced? Like it's just like a pointless lie. But there's got to be like a like when I ask them if when why Katie get home at two, it's funny to watch people process and be like, wait, what time do we get home? Wait, wait, wait. wait where was she, Katie for three hours? Yeah. Why did she lie to Logan? Should I say something and watch people navigate it? Is funny to me. Yeah. It's also a big risk depending on the people you do because now you just watch two people lie to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which isn't good. So they knew I was joking, I think. Oh, that's how they responded. They both rode with Katie, which is the right move. They both were just like, uh, yeah, we just, you know, we started talking and just kept talking. <laughs> like, uh, we just kept talking, you know. But I think if someone came up to me, you know, if Emily was like, man, that was weird that y'all were out so late last night. I think that I would buy time to talk to you and be like, hey, you got to go have a conversation. Where were you? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think in the moment, I'm a rider. Yeah. I'm riding in the moment. But long term, I'm going to try to solve the problem. But summary of this is we're writing a book. I think it's. I think it would be a very uh, valuable book for the world. Prank versus salt. Like whatever we want to call it. I just, you know, again, if you and I want to make a bet on a basketball game, we don't want to financially do it. We want to slap each other as men. That's a that's a bet that we can mutually agree upon. That's an agreement. If I'm constantly worried at dinner that you're going to lick your hand and slap me on the back of the neck, I don't know that I want to have dinner with you. Yeah. You know, I'm 32 years old and I'm I'm guarding my crotch 
when I walk by some of my friends because yeah. they're gonna they're I'm, going to hit me. I'm just trying to be as comfortable as possible yeah. in as many scenarios as possible. It sounds that makes me sound super soft, but we both have young kids. That's there, basically the same thing. There's, At any point, yeah. they're going to hurt you. There's so much value in discomfort, but there's just also certain levels of discomfort. Yeah. There's discomfort that you're pushing, like you're pushing yourself to do something that you don't necessarily want to do, and there's just discomfort from your environment. Yeah. You For sure. Control. And Katie's starting to cross the line. She's been kicking my feet out from under me when we walk places, and it pisses me off. It makes me so angry. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Again, it's a funny. It's a fu- if I fall, I'm willing to eat. That would actually be the kind of anger because I think that if the right people see it, it's a funny bit, and I'll give credit to that. I'm also somebody who doesn't get bitter and mad publicly. So, like, if someone does something, I'm gonna eat it and deal with it. I just may not ever want to hang out with you what? again. If she crosses the line too many times, you're gonna fake your death in the shower. Um, yeah, and I also. Have done enough of those to Katie that she's got years built up of kicking my feet. Like I, you know, I've hidden around doors. I mean, I've made up a lot of lies. I mean, you think about the the things I've made up. I've made up so many more to Katie. Like I've just, she's been an absolute. Does Katie even know who you actually are? I don't know that there's a person who has been. I don't even know that you can like consider it positive gaslighting. But I've put Katie through the blender for these years with stuff. And so she's very good at detecting me now. But now that you and her are two people that I'm like, if I can get this past them, if this works with them, this is going to be cake with everybody else. Yeah. The BS meter is so high. So it's like, okay, if I can get Katie to believe this, this is going to be hilarious. And and I'm all about a long con. I'm willing to invest seeds for a five-year prank. A thousand percent. But I also can't do it by myself. Someone else has to know because I have to have someone I can talk to about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm a psychopath. But I'm a psychopath. You're a psychopath that I feel nervous around right now because I know you aren't going to punch me. No, I've known you since we were, what, four? And I'm sure, I mean, we've probably wrestled. We've probably done stuff. I've probably hurt you. Maybe I, I just don't think there's been many times that I've walked up and hit you or done anything like that. I don't I don't think ever. I just don't know. I've def I definitely pump fake you in the hallway sometimes. I'll either fake a charge or I act like I'm gonna like hit you or run into you. But it's just not I don't know. Maybe the older we get, it's just weird. It's yeah. very weird culture. Yeah. And I'm out on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not working for uh Barstool. If that's if that's just a thing is you have to worry about your pants getting ripped off. Yeah. Like I'm out. I'm not, I'm quitting my job. Yeah. I just, there's something nice about just having fun and hanging out, you know? Yeah. So if somebody wants to roast me, I'm in, but if I'm afraid that you're going to kick my feet out from under me, then listen, Katie knows the rules in our house. I am a complete believer in equal pay and equal rights. And so she can equally catch these hands. <laughs> any punch can. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, it's not going to go away because the internet exists. Yeah, and I just kind of hope. I don't know. I do. I, maybe there's a, some good in it, some camaraderie <clears throat> stuff. Not like getting hurt, but maybe there's something about bonding and you know, guys being guys or whatever. People always say that, but if you don't like it, <laughs> I'm sorry because it's it's not fun. 
I, I don't think anybody deep down likes it. I think that, no, I think there are people, I'm starting well, to believe no, there are people. Sorry. I'm completely wrong with that statement because I, I know that we know people who like it. I think more, I think more people like it the older they get when they're drinking. You know what I mean? But oh, like there's people that get really drunk and they're like, hey, knock me out. Punch me in the face. Like what a, what a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. That's never going to be a desire of mine. No. I don't think it's to, okay. to be hit or punched in any capacity. If we're at a party, you know, let's say that let's say that you and I have had uh, some drinks, and you're at a place that's maybe not healthy, and you're like, "Hey, I want I want someone to punch me." Not only am I not the guy that's going to punch you, I don't really want to watch you get punched in the yeah. face that much. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Now I will say on the flip side of that, two guys I don't know just hanging out. And they're like, want to just punch each other in the face? I mean, I'll, yeah, sit, if, I'll if, sit on a lawn chair and watch you guys punch each other. If they're both on board Sold. and it's an agreement between them and they know what's going to happen, so I'll, yeah. I'll watch it all day. Yeah. But like, there's something about, I don't know, even just watching your friends slap each other after a while, you're like, you guys want to just like play Monopoly? You want to do anything else? <laughs> yeah, I want to get back to playing Farkle. Yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, I, I love a good prank. I think that there's. I think it can be funny. Um, especially yeah, but it's just hurting people's very weird. <laughs> we I feel like we uncovered a lot the last couple of days. Yeah, about, about our uh, our lives in junior high in high school. Yeah, man, I was just a batter. We were just battered kids. I think, I think we, like, yeah. we sound like people like just on a podcast years later, just going through therapy. That's like, yeah. man, we this is really bad for my emotional health. Yeah. There's no there's no worse feeling though. Than being in a sleepover when you were a kid, and you know, like it's four in the morning and you're exhausted, but you're like, I can't go to sleep. Every single because blanks here. Every single D now, and he's gonna. Oh, you know, oh, you know what was a big thing? We haven't even talked about this. Belts. I can't believe you haven't brought this up. What, what do you mean? People whipping each other with belts and towels. Oh, the the towel whip. I know. You know that's I know. My, that's like my least favorite thing in the world. I know. There's a lot of there's. I guess most of my least favorite things in the world have to do with pranks. Yeah. I think the towel, the, uh, the towel thing, I remember at one point that was a big thing, like in the locker room, um, in junior high, not high school. But at first it was like, just make the noise, mm-hmm. you know, or get it close to somebody. But then I'll watch people hit people in the Chloe. I watch, I hope people on the mic can just hear Chloe just in here, just <laughs> licking filthy she, she's stanky her breath is stanky. it's so bad i know i'm working on it we're starting to get some dental stuff um but i watch people whip people with towels in the face i also watch people <laughs> with belts they would just whip it across their back I've, like, I've, br- I've, like just brutal i don't think i ever witnessed the belt thing dude uh because people would always do the um pop yeah you, know, you I, get I, it yeah i've done the pop thing but I'm, then they would they what they would do is they would do the same thing with their belts oh no screw like that. a ta- like a but like, then it just got to the point where they would have belt fights where they would just be like this yeah i, I never witnessed so that getting hit with a belt doesn't always hurt if it hits you right uh-huh but when you slap it on the flat surface of someone's back the welts it made on people's backs and like you would be in the locker room, just set. It would be like a surreal moment. I'd be sitting in the locker room, like, why? Are we, like, <laughs> it'd be different if you're fighting the other team, if you're trying to whip the other team with belts. We're all homies in here. <laughs> Put your towel down. A wet towel when it makes that noise and it, it barely oh. clips your leg Ugh. is being shot. Yes. 
That's what it's, it's, I remember there was roommates that would try to that would jokingly do that to you, and that's the that's one of the few times you, you know, turn it, aggressive. It lo- yeah, it makes me way <laughs> more aggressive than it should. Yep. Like if you get a towel and you act like you're gonna pop me, I'm getting aggressive. It's, and that's it's the same thing. If you if you are ripping my pants, I'm gonna get aggressive. Yes. I, I'm not an aggressive dude by nature. Yes. But there's certain things that people can do to me to make me yep very aggressive very quickly. I think we sound incredibly soft on this, and that's fine. But I think the line is. I'm. I think because of sports, the physical side of things is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think even guys wrestling is fine. You know, so get the older you get, wrestling, the weirder you are. But like, uh, but you know, playing basketball even now at thirty-two, some guys throwing elbows or whatever. Like that's part of the game. Yeah, never bother me. Won't complain. There's just something about that, like living life uneasy because you never know. That your homie might pop up and slap you on the back of the neck. That is the worst thing on earth. Yeah. It kind of is. So if kids want to do it, that's fine. But if you are the kid that hates doing it, my recommendation, let's do word of wisdom. My word of wisdom is if you're that kid and you go to school every day, I don't know that you can snitch because I think it's going to get worse for you. But I do think this might be a terrible recommendation. But if you just pop someone in the mouth at some point, you might save yourself some years. Yeah. You might, you don't want to do it. You may have to warn someone several times. But if somebody's constantly slapping you on the back of the neck or hitting you in the crotch, you might have to pop them once in the mouth and they'll stop doing it because I, I think we spent a lot of years just dealing with it. And maybe you shouldn't do that. So maybe my word of wisdom is if you don't, if you hate it, try to figure out a way out of it because it's, it's not a manly culture, it's very weird. And I cannot wait until 3.30 today when I rip your back pockets off and pull your pants <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think my, my word of wisdom has to be uh, uh, similar to yours, but I, I think uh, if, if you're into pranking, prank, pranking can be a, a very funny thing. I think you need to uh, put thought into it. Yep. And I, don't think, I don't think you can call a prank or something you do a prank if it's just like an impulse. If you just have an impulse yep. to punch somebody or slap somebody, I don't think I don't think that's a prank. I think that just makes you a an a hole. Yeah, 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 it's assault. Yeah. So I would say, if you think something is a is a prank, you have to first think: Did I think about this? Yes. Yep. And it can't be an impulse. I like. I need to figure out what the line is. I think we're writing this book. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Okay, let me ask you a question. What do you think of this prank? Um, you know this, but um, there's two guys at Barstool, Nick and KB. We both like those guys. Very funny guys. So they... One of them did... KB did mushrooms. And then oh. right right when they hit, Nick, this his homie, sends a picture to a girl that, that KB's going to break up with and sends her like a sonogram to send to KB why he's howling mushrooms. is like, hey, I'm having a baby. Like, hey, we're pregnant. Do you do you think that's a funny prank? I think for sure as somebody who heard that story, it was it was funny. Yeah. I think it, I think it was thought out. I think it was thought yep. about. It wasn't an impulse. Um, so that's, makes it funny as well i think it does have the potential to mess uh kb up pretty severely yep in the moment but there's in also, the moment 
I think that's the key word in the moment. Yes, but he's he'll rebound, and it's not gonna. It's not gonna. He's not gonna be nervous yeah. the rest of his life. I don't think. So I think that would qualify as a good prank. I think it's a very good prank. I like it. I think you have to have some parameters around it, though. Like I think you should try to be around that person the whole time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So and just to make sure you're filtering what they're saying, whatever. Um, I don't know. I think faking death is a uh, it's a uh, about seven steps maybe too far. <laughs> but I think there's just something about creating a fake scenario for somebody and then watching them live in it. Yeah. And then especially if there's like someone else who's in on it with you, but then watching the collateral of people around that don't really know what's going on that are also you create a fake world for a little bit and it's so funny. Creating creating that the world that uh Nick created for KB. Very funny. And watching it. It's funny, but it also you have to have a little bit of psychopath in you. You do. I I totally agree. To be able to just like watch somebody willingly uh watch somebody deal with that. Yeah, I like to think I'm that guy. I don't know that I am. It'd have to be the perfect scenario. But yeah, I like creating fake scenarios that people have to live in, especially when you're especially when you're uh in a controlled environment. You know, you might have a little psychopath in you. I don't know that I would have as much fun like texting you or creating a a, a prank via text or when we're not like near each other and we'll, Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you have, get to enjoy you the have process. To watch it play out. But I don't know. I also like there's been a lot of times in my life. I'm trying to think I should have thought of this beforehand. Where like someone will say like something happens and then someone will be like, do you think this happened? And they'll give like, uh, and I'm like, I'm just going to ride with that now. Yeah. You shouldn't have said that to me. Yeah. And like, I, you know, it, I'm not trying to like start any <laughs> drama, but Jared was there and like just something like that. And then just leaving it. Yeah. Like whatever, like yeah. let it play, which is a lot more rewarding than just slapping somebody. Very much. The middle side of it is so. If you can, I think that's what a good prank is. You get you get minutes, hours, maybe days of yep. enjoyment from watching the 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 prank play out instead of just a a momentary second. Yep. So watching someone get back in their truck and, and knowing they have a hot dog in their pocket that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh. Yeah. Just uh, just because uh, he he would just like put the hot dog in a pocket of a stranger and just le- like he wouldn't like watch them, would he? I guess he would for a little bit. Until the, camera, the camera guy would follow, but, but he but would even, just hang around. Like, even like after the person left, just the thought in your so head of funny. a person having a, a a hot dog in their pocket, like it's so rewarding. It's so you, you still have that thought in your head. Like, <sighs> oh, this dude's walking around. He's still walking around with a hot dog in his pocket. Yeah, I I think so. these YouTube guys take it way too far, but yeah. I, I think if you have like the money or the ability to... Like to do so, I think it's. I think it's can be like. I I do feel a little bad for Ellie and Lincoln, because they're gonna get it. Like yeah. I, I, this is who I am, and so they will regularly probably be, um, pranked by me. But I would just never want them to be at a place on the other side, where they're laying in bed at night, or if they hear like someone's breaking in, they're like, oh, is someone breaking in, or is my dad trying to scare me? Like I don't want that. Just, but I'm trying. I'm slowly training them in the art of deception. Here's how we do this. Yeah. Here's how we convince your mom that your dad died in the shower. <laughs> you know, that's a little far. You're, but you aren't creating like a like an environment of of terror for them. They just aren't. Yeah. Constantly worried that something's gonna. We got to write this book. I think. Yeah. Maybe there's, like just a one sheet. There's an equation in there somewhere. That, well, what's his name? We had him on the podcast. Uh, wrote what a sport. Oh yeah. I think we should write. 
Um, I think here's what I think we should do. What is prank? I think we should create um, that'll what'll start as a couple page, like a one sheet, and we'll create some some baseline rules for what this is supposed to look like, and then over to, we'll just let it play out for a little while, and then we'll start to build like a glossary. People can kind of just like have that. What is sport? Yeah, I just need some rules. I I don't know if I'm qualified enough to dish out what is a prank because I, I just don't do it often enough. But I I feel like I am qualified to say what's not a prank. Well, I, I think I think really that's all guess, you're trying guess, to clarify. Yeah, I guess those kind of go hand in hand though. A good prank is well thought out. Yeah, or it could be quick. It could be quick in the moment. You know, but I think you got to decide. Someone goes to the bathroom, and you pour a bunch of salt in their uh, water. Is that a funny prank? You know what I mean? I, I think it's fine. Have, have you done that before? No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I have at some point. But like, that's it's just that's fine. Look at you, pranksters coming coming up with that on the spot. I mean, I'm, my brain is constantly thinking in every situation I'm in. Can I make this funny? Or like, how can I like mix this up a little bit? Constantly. When I'm teaching on stage, I'm thinking about it. My brain's like constantly going through like, how do you, I think that's what, that's what storytelling is. Like, how do you take someone on a journey? And that's all a prank is. It's like, you're creating a, a movie scene, yeah. a good prank. You're creating a movie scene. Or at least when you're, when you're telling a story, a, a boring storyteller tells you facts, a good storyteller like draw some weird bridges yeah. that aren't not true, but they're embellished. And I think a, a good prank just creates that. Yeah. Now I'm going to spend the rest of the day trying to figure out how to prank the girls. In the <laughs> office. Well, I would recommend not slapping them. Yeah. I definitely not recommend giving them the, the old TT. Yeah. That wouldn't, that would for sure not go over well. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> that's probably the, the end of the career, you know, I'm just gonna, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to think about it. If you have any good pranks, send them to us, and I'll do them to Jared. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? A long I think episode. That's it. I know. I'm getting, I'm getting foggy. We did it. Be uh, I think I'm going to go back to guests again. Go back to what? Having guests. Oh. And I think we're going to go back to video soon again as was well. That, was that just your way of kicking me off? No. I, the hope is, again, I got sick. We were doing good. I still like to do once a week, every, guaranteed every week, just you and I, and then maybe just doing another one um, of some kind. I don't know. Our numbers have been good. So yeah. We've got to keep it rolling. weirdly. Yeah. And it's not all like from, uh, most of it's from like the most recent episode. That's, that's a lot that's of, uploaded, like, but it's a lot of like back catalog listens yeah. lately. So we'll start kind of creating around that. Um, and then just look out for Jordan's new podcast as a prank show. We're gonna do prank calls. Uh, oh, prank calls are funny. Prank calls. Are prank funny. calls are very funny. Prank calls are funny. But you have to be. You have to be. There's certain people that are good at them, and certain people that are very good. There's certain. Yeah. There's that, people I'll tell that are you very about good at them. Uh, KB's prank call on the yak. Where uh, they? Uh, oh, I, I saw that. Where he's in the truck or whatever. Didn't he do one? Oh no, no, yeah, he did do one. So no, in this L.A. One, yeah, this one was recent. Um, just long story short, and we'll wrap up. Stephen Che, producer on the podcast, um, tweeted out that his, his car got stolen. It was just gone. Like their minivan was gone from the driveway. And uh, I can't believe I haven't told you this. This is so funny. So he tweets it out. And then like a few hours later, he's like, never mind. So his car got repoed because when he bought the car, he put a lot of money down at the dealership to just make multiple payments. So then 
like in December, he got a notification to make a payment. So he set up auto pay. Auto pay means auto mobile payment. Uh, Made a one-time payment. wasn't automatic payment. So he claims he never really got any emails and they just came and repoed his car. So they're on the podcast and KB calls just a random repo place because he doesn't want to give away Stephen Chase info on the podcast. This guy answers and KB's like talking to him like, did y'all do this? How does this work? He's like, do y'all like let people know before you repo? And the guy's like, no, that's the point of repo. And KB's like, well, the issue is my son was actually, we think he's, he's missing. We think he was in the back of the car when y'all repoed it. And I'm trying to find out if I can, if my, if y'all could just go look in the yard, if, if my son is still in the car when y'all repoed it and just watching it play out was so funny because this man's like, wait, hold on. What your kid's missing. Have you called the police? And he's like, well, not yet. I didn't, we didn't, re- I didn't realize until just now the kid, our kid's been gone for 12 hours, but like <laughs> we're thinking he was sleeping in the back of the car when y'all came and got it. It's very funny. That's a, I think that's a funny prank. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm, I'm, I don't know that I'm the best prank caller. I'm, I'm, but ter- I, I I'm appreciate people who are, who are very good. You were, you used to be good at it. You'd be canceled uh, for it now. Yeah. I, I was, I almost did. Almost <laughs> did it just now, but yeah, yeah. stop myself. Would have been bad. Yeah. That was the only thing I was good at though. That, that one, that one character. Yep. Well, we'll just let people think about that. We're out. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin, scratching a lucky strike ad madmen. My rapping is sort of old fashioned, window shopping, hip hop and mannequin. Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs, elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn, copping a new John, mocking your crew song. I'm dope in the pocket, plus hot with a suit on. We madmen.